Amen. Well, uh, I want to do something different tonight. Let's turn to our Bibles in Acts chapter 2, verse 46. Amen. I want to minister for just a couple of moments. <laughs> Acts chapter 2, verse 46. The message I've entitled, Do What You're Told. <laughs> do What You're Told. So Acts chapter 2, verse 46. And then as you're turning there, if you could uh, make a note as well, James chapter 1, verse 22. Amen. Do what you're told. Uh, you know what? My children will ask me, you know, I'll say, hey, why don't you go and clean your room? Why, Daddy? <laughs> my, my children will say, oh, you know what? I'll ask them, hey, can you please make sure your room is tidy? Make sure the dishes are done. You know what? If you want to have some good things in life, sometimes it requires some effort. You're going to have to work for it. Amen. And uh, so they always say, but why, Dad? But why? And they're always saying, the saying is true. I've heard it from my mom and dad. I've heard it from other parents say to their children, just do what you're told. <laughs> and so in our text, we're going to read something so familiar, but also we're going to tie it in, in with James chapter uh, 1 verse 22. So Acts chapter 2 verse 46, it says this, So continue, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. And this was a wonderful work that was happening in the early church, that God was doing something wonderful. And the thing is this, they begin to go daily with one accord to the temple. What a day and age that we live in, that we can all gather together in a church, that we can all come together. But this is what I want to talk about tonight is this, when it comes to breaking bread, going from house to house, the Bible teaches us something. They ate the food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God, hallelujah, and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. And I want to talk about fellowship because God has commanded His people that, you know what, we should be hospitable to one another, that we should be able and willing and lovingly ready to open up our house and so I want to talk tonight about do what you're told because James chapter 1 verse 22 tells us this. But be doers of the word. Amen. Be doers and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away and immediately forgets what kind of a man he was. But he looks into the perfect law. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. And so tonight, church, we want to do something different. We want to break bread with one another. And so I want to open up my house tonight to every single one of us here in this building right now. And we're going to go and have fellowship at my house, and we're going to break bread together right now. And so we're going to bow our heads in prayer. We're just going to do what the Bible has commanded us to do. Let's break bread with each other. Let's have fellowship with one another. Let's be doers of the word. Can you say amen? Amen. So just right now, why don't we just bow our heads? Because I believe God would want to place this simple word in our hearts. Just to be with one another, with each other's company. And maybe, you know, you know some people that are not here tonight. Why don't, why don't you begin to send a message to them? And maybe, you know, they've been not here tonight. Why don't you tell them, hey, look, we're going to have fellowship at pastor's house. Just let them know, invite them to come over. But tonight, I believe God is telling us something that we should be doers of His Word. That we should be willing and freely able to be hospitable to those 
even in our congregation and to those who are, uh, you know what, we're working with, the new converts, that we should break bread and go from house to house and eating with gladness and simplicity of heart. But just before we do a head off, I want to give an invitation. I believe that God has you in this building for no accident. There's no, uh, you know what, accidents with God. There's only appointments. And so you're here in this building and I want to give a simple invitation. And that's exactly what we do every service. And that's an invitation while every head is bowed and every eye closed. And I want to give an invitation tonight. You're here tonight and you're not saved. You're not right with God. You know if you were to die tonight, you know you wouldn't make heaven your home. My brother, my sister, God is pulling on your heart. He sees your brokenness. He sees the tears that you cry at night. He knows exactly what you're going through. And He's reaching out to you tonight with love and grace. But the Bible tells us it's appointed for man to die once and then comes the judgment. My friend, my brother, my sister, we're all fallen short. And if you were to die tonight with sin in your life, the Bible says no adulterer, no liar, no thief will inherit the kingdom of God. But the good news is this. God in His love sent His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, to take your sins and my sins. He took our punishment upon the cross. This perfect Jesus, He was the Lamb of God, the spotless Lamb of God. He was a sacrifice that we could have this eternal life because of what Jesus had done on the cross. He was the ultimate sacrifice and He died for you and I tonight. And you recognize, you know what, you're not saved. You know you're not right with God. You know you wouldn't make heaven your home, but tonight you want to change that. You want to make heaven your home. I want you to do one simple thing. Just raise your hand with mine and say, yes, that's me. I'm not saved. You lift your hand with mine and say, you know what, Pastor, that's me. I'm not right with God. I want to get saved. I want to give my life to Christ. I know my heart isn't right with the Lord. You be honest with yourself. Be honest with God tonight. Amen. God loves you. He wants to save you. He wants to give you a new life. Maybe you're backslidden. Maybe you once had a walk with Christ. Maybe you once had a relationship with Jesus, but you've backslidden. You've turned away from God. And just like the prodigal son, you ran away from home. And you've gone your own way, doing your own thing. If that's you tonight, listen, come back home. This is your opportunity tonight. Why don't you lift your hand with mine and say, yes, that's me. I'm backslidden. I'm away from the Lord. Why don't you come back home, my brother, my sister. Lift up your hand and say, yes, that's me. Well, kind of a privilege and we'll pray for you tonight. Hallelujah. Church, turning to the church tonight. Amen. I want to open up the altar tonight. You know, I really do want our church to be a, a church that is so, uh, you know, completely uh, walking in hu a spirit of humility. That we would indeed be uh, selfless in our lives. That we would be willing to open up our homes to our loved ones, to our family members in our congregation, in our church. That we would uh, show them the love of Christ. 